This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product professionals from Ibotta share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of Joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Lou Cirillo. Kevin Gentry. Jay Corley. Zach LaGreca. Dang it. <laughs> well, this yeah. is our first time. This is our first time recording remotely over Zoom, so we're bound to talk over one another <laughs> at some point. So apologies about that. Um, I think that's a good segue into our topic, though, which is how to work remotely effectively. Um, And I think we're in this situation for the same reason a lot of people, especially in the technology industry, are in this situation. Uh, We are, as an organization, working remotely for the the near future um, due to uh, some of the concerns with COVID-19. So um, kind of a last-minute organizational change to you know, help slow the the growth of this particular um, pandemic in the in the U.S. So, for a good cause, but I think as an organization, we weren't necessarily planning on uh, doing this experiment organization wide. Ibotta uh, is a very um, in person type of culture organizationally. Um, so this is this is kind of a first for us as an entire company. So, wanted to talk about how are we planning to work from home together. I think it's day two for for us. You know, are any of you going crazy, bouncing off the walls? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll start there. Like, um, how are you approaching work, working from home, like kind of as a team? I think one thing we could talk about, too, is kind of like, what is our work from home environments? Because I'm sure they're all a little bit different. Um, mine, personally, I have a pregnant wife and a baby at home. And two dogs and two cats. So it is pretty hectic and (laughs) kind of tough to get stuff done at some time. So um, I I have frequent appearances by my daughter um, coming into meetings and uh, which is not, I don't think it's too bad, but it is a little distracting. (laughs) um, I don't know. That's for me. Um, So far I have one room in in like an office room with a desk and a chair um, so, you know, and, and relatively high speed internet, I've had a couple, um, instances yesterday where it got unstable and where video conferencing made it a little challenging, but, um, other than that, it's been okay. Um, and then I have a coffee machine here, so it's been great, but, uh, yeah. How about you guys? <laughs> um, I probably have the, the easier time of it prior to, uh, prior to doing this work from this extended work from home thing for our current company, I, I worked at home exclusively for about 18 months. So my girlfriend and I are both pretty accustomed to it. She's got a startup as well. And, or she had a start, she has a startup. I had a startup at the time. And for that particular context, we're pretty used to it. And it's the two of us plus a dog and we've got a dedicated call room and dedicated spaces. So I usually like to wake up and, uh, throw my laptop on my stomach and work from bed. 
Man, you guys are well equipped over there. I like it. <laughs> How about you, Jake? Yeah, I don't have quite the same situation as you, but um, I don't know. Abby, my girlfriend, she also works for a tech company, so she's working from home now. So we're trying to bounce that, like, all right, who's going to be in what room? Because um, we can't really talk over each other during meetings. So that's, that's a bit of a challenge. Um, but we also have we have a dog, but he just lies around and he just wants to chase tennis balls. So as long as he does, as he does that two or three times a day, he's he's good. It's nice. <laughs> what about um, you, Zach? So I also have a pregnant wife, and I have a toddler. Well, not a toddler; she's five now. Um, mm-hmm. So a five-year-old kid, uh, pregnant wife, and then we have two dogs as well. So uh, plenty of opportunities for distraction. Thankfully, I do have my own like office room. So one of our upstairs bedrooms I've turned into my office and uh, anytime I have a meeting, I close the door and that's a sign that you're not supposed to come in. And my five-year-old daughter listens to that approximately half of the time. So it's 50, 50 for that being effective. But um, I think having my own space really does help because aside from that, you know, I'm not kind of in the uh, main traffic areas of the house. Um, and uh, yeah, so I have a I have an extra monitor um, set up at my desk, so a little bit more space for like um, screens and, and things like that. Um, nothing too crazy with my setup, but uh, kind of similar to Lou. You know, prior to Ibotta, I was working remote for about a year. For the last company I was working for, for uh, from the Bay Area, I had moved back to Denver uh, and was still working for them, and so I was remote most of the time and would fly out. So I I have a little bit of experience working remote, but I think one of the interesting things is. I was remote, but the entire rest of the company I was working for was on site. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably a few of us have worked from home here and there, like in the technology industry, if you're sick or if you, you know, need to be home for like, you know, home maintenance or something like that, it seems like it's pretty common here and there to work from home. I think the real differences are one, an extended period of time, which it sounds like a few of us have some experience with. And I think I'd be interested to hear more about how we approach extended periods of work remote time. And then the second piece is having an entire company remote is different than having just certain members remote. So maybe we can start talking about, um, for those of us who have worked from home in the past, what have we found to be successful? What challenges have we faced and and what have we done to kind of combat those? So Lou, I don't know if you have any thoughts to start on that. Yeah. I mean, so The main thing that I found is you have to kind of get into an individual rhythm and you have to be pretty aggressive about starting that. So get up at the same time every day. If you have a dog, go take your dog for a walk, come back, make your tea or whatever else it is, sit down and just kind of get, get right into it for the day. Um, the other thing, I mean, previously I've, I've had to deal with international calls. Like, so I was working all the time. I think there's, a benefit and a disadvantage to working from home. The the benefit is that you can flex your time more throughout the day. You don't feel like you need to, you know, be nine to five. On the flip side, um, there is a disadvantage to that, which is now your timing throughout the day might extend itself a bit more in order to maintain productivity. So I kind of find that, you know, there's there's two challenges. One is getting over the individual hurdle. And then the next question is keeping, how do you keep your team's motivated and that's probably a topic in and of itself but if you guys also have been work from home for a while i'm interested to hear your process as well yeah i was gonna say the uh, <clears throat> i think what's new to me I, I have worked from home for an extended period of time but that was in a different kind of role where i was in a product manager running a team 
Um, and that seems um, like a new challenge to me, where as I, I'm not as familiar with that, or I think some of the challenges, Lou, that you brought up, um, and maybe you guys can, you and Zach can help with um, suggestions and tips on to make that more productive and more um, a better use of our time. Um, but so far, I mean, I, day one in, um, I do feel a little more productive. I don't know if it was just like less people, less, you know, conversations in the hallway, um, getting the ability to get, have some heads down time. Um, but it is only day one, so <laughs> we'll see how that, that persists. But, um, I don't know, but, uh, Zach, I, I know you had some experience, uh, running teams remote. What, what are kind of your tips and tricks there? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I want to echo one of the things Lewis said is, you know, try and have your routine in the morning, even if you're work from home. I think that was one of the first mistakes I made is it was like, you know, it was so different than my normal get up, get ready, you know, have breakfast, go to work that I, you know, didn't really have a solid of a routine where I'd like get up and kind of drag my feet. And then I, you know, some days it's like, you don't really shower, you're still in your pajamas and it's 3 p.m. And I think that's a, a quick way to start to feel demotivated and kind of bummed out about being cooped up. Um, so I think, you know, treating it a little bit like you're going into the office, you know, get up, get dressed, get ready, and then go to your space. Um, I will occasionally take like a, a certain meeting from like, you know, the couch or something like that as well. But I think for me, for me personally, at least I like to try and make it like a dedicated space I go to. Cause that helps me contain, um, kind of psychologically my space where I'm working. And the, the other thing that helps with is kind of this idea of being on call all the time is another problem I ran into where it's like working round the clock becomes very easy, especially if you work with teams or clients in different time zones or especially internationally. And at a certain point you do need to have some separation of, okay, I'm, I'm relaxing now or, you know, I'm not working at this moment. Um, I don't have anything super strict where I like turn off the computer right at 5 PM or anything like that. But I do try and maintain the level of, okay, you know, it's evening now, it's dinner time. I'm closing my computer. I'm going out of my office. I'm not working right now. And if I really need to do something, I can go back and do it. But I think for me, separating that space really helps that mindset of if I go to do something there, that's what I'm going to do work. Um, some of the other interesting thoughts have been around like team motivation. So when I was working remote, the rest of my team was on site in California and, you know, three weeks out of the month, I was, um, you know, remote in Colorado. And then one week, um, I would be there. I think one thing that helps a lot, um, before going remote, if you have the option, and many of us, I think at this point now don't have the option we're, we're remote already, but, uh, trying to build relationships with people before, uh, going fully remote, um, in any way you can. So, uh, that could be as simple as doing a team building exercise or two in person, doing a few things where you can, you know, get dinner and get to know someone a little bit in person, get comfortable with them. And then when you start working with them online, you already kind of have that relationship and connection established. Mm. Um, I found that to be helpful. Um, I'll, I'll actually echo that and say that the night before our entire company made the work from home decision, we actually had a board games and beer uh, beers thing with, uh, one of my squads and had everybody over to my, uh, to my place. And we did that for a couple hours and had a pretty good time. So I thought that was a pretty nice timely piece. I actually, I actually would like to say, uh, just to jump in here that one of the things I am a little bit concerned with in our company's recent transition is that in my previous business, 
um, everybody that I worked with was already used to working remote. Like there are some people I never met in person. Um, there are people I worked with exclusively remotely. Mm. And, but the thing is they were already used to working remote. Everybody was. So one of the challenges that I see here is we came from a particular culture and, and Jake and guys, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts about, you know, kind of the, tra- the, the shock transition of, okay, everybody, it's not like, it's not like one person. It's like all of us now have to kind of cope with this together. Yep. I think that's been one of my concerns as well Is it's new for a lot of people and just is an entire team functioning this way. One of the t- things my team has done in the past couple of months is put together, um, put together a plan for how we would work remote. Um, we've been thinking about doing a pilot as a group anyway, to see if there's value in having more of a remote setup. Um, so we already kind of were thinking about it, but that's, I think one thing we're putting together like a document with a plan and with resources is maybe a good thing um, to share with people who are newer to remote work. And like the, the types of things we're talking about, like maybe try and have a dedicated space, even if you don't have your own office, if you can have a, a particular space in the house, a certain spot you sit in um, that is kind of your work spot. Uh, when you get up, have your routine, have your coffee, get dressed, you know, do all the things you normally do before you start your work day. Um, try and get out and take a walk once or twice a day. That can help break it up, especially amidst, you know, kind of the current concerns, taking a walk around the neighborhood. You can still kind of keep the, the social distancing factor while getting a little bit of fresh air, um, maybe a little bit of sunlight. So, um, putting together rec- recommendations for how to keep your sanity um, while working remotely for a long period of time um, and for how you expect each other to function as a team. So what my team has done is we've put together meeting hours. Um, so, you know, some of us start work earlier, some of us work until later, kind of depends on our schedules a little bit, but we do have a, a core meeting hours that were available. Um, so we all agreed collectively, you know, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., any time during that time period on a normal workday is up for grabs on the calendar um, for the entire squad. Um, and then that kind of just helps us understand, you know, how do we get a hold of each other? We also decided that um, once or twice a week, we are going to start a Slack call where everybody can just join on like Slack's video chat um, just to kind of chat and, you know, have uh, it's kind of like a water cooler uh, replacement where, you know, sometimes you just want to chat with your squad or kind of make some jokes or uh, even just have some background noise um, depending on what's going on. And so um, looking for ways to kind of replicate um, those types of conversations, whether it's hopping on a video chat for a little while, even if you don't have a specific topic and just kind of collectively working together um, and then put those kind of, um, your plan of how you want to work together into a document so you can share it with people, highlight expectations. And then, you know, every, every two weeks, if you're doing like a team retro, you can talk about what's working and what's not and get better at it. Yeah. I think the documentation is key there. Like we have a, how we work together page and that's, yeah, it's something like, here's this type of meeting. Here's how we operate. I think doing that from work from home versus, um, just in general, I think is a good practice. Um, but I'd like to talk to one of the things you just mentioned. I think the cabin fever thing is pretty real. <laughs> like, I think we can all kind of like benefit from, you know, uh, an hour, 15 minutes walk um, outside, get some sunlight. Like um, for some reason, again, day one, I was so cooped up yesterday. I, there, I was telling my wife, like, I need to get out of the house. And it was just one day work from home just because I'm not used to it. 
Um, so I don't know if uh, you guys have similar experiences to that, but, uh, yeah, I think the, the danger is you just sit in front of your computer all day. Yeah. Um, whereas like in the office, you bounce from room to room and yeah. you, you can kind of, uh, chat with people on the way. You can make a joke in passing to get, um, as you get from A to B, but when you're on your computer, it's just like, all right, let's go from one video conference to the next. And before <laughs> yeah, you know it, it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been nine hours. I mean, I've, I've seen friends who uh, just on social media, they've been posting their stories, like work from home adventure. And they like specifically make a point of spending 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, like getting out of the house and walking someplace, even if it's just like going to the park, right? Staying six feet away from everybody, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still like getting that fresh air, getting a change of scenery and just also just getting the blood flowing a little bit too is yeah. super important. My One of my favorite things to do, and I was uh, I was talking to Kevin just before we got on this, there's a there's a taco shop like right around the corner from, from where I live. And man, I'll just like, nobody's really there. I don't know. It's not the greatest taco shop in the world to be honest with you, but they got pretty quick internet probably because nobody's there and I usually just go bring my laptop camp out from there and just like you know hang out and enjoy the time order a beer and it's great I think it's like nine bucks for a beer and a burrito for lunch so totally awesome and I usually sit there for probably like two hours and once I feel like I've robbed their attention enough I walk home Yeah if, yeah, if you have an option downtown for a $9 burrito and, and beer situation, I, we suggest you take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to say, though, I think someone was, um, we have a, a person on my team, her husband, I believe, works at a Starbucks or someone she knew, and um, mentioning that it, they're just like overrun now with folks that supposedly got the work from home. Um, order from their their jobs, but now <laughs> commingling in a Starbucks and <laughs> overcrowding it. Um, I don't know if that's really doing the trick of <laughs> causing the virus, but uh, maybe it defeats uh, the purpose a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I think you know if we didn't have like a, a virus situation on our hands, I think the yeah. working in those places makes a lot of sense. Like definitely doing a coffee shop, um, you know, once for a portion of the day or a burrito place or absolutely you can. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. When I was working remote was in, you know, we weren't in the midst of a pandemic and that was something I'd do probably twice a week. You would try and, you know, go to a coffee shop or, you know, Panera or somewhere with Wi-Fi and coffee options, uh, maybe some lunch options work there for, yeah, a good half a day. And it's a nice change of scenery. Um, you're able to, um, kind of get into a different headspace. Um, and it kind of breaks up, breaks up your week a little bit. Um, well, so how, how about some collaboration tools? Like I think, you know, take bringing it back to not just working individually, but working with your team as a product manager, like what have you guys found that had been uh, super useful? I mean, it's hard to replace what a whiteboard can provide, but are there any kind of those collaboration tools that you guys have used that are, are um, key to working from home success? Yeah, I think from my perspective, like I've, I've never done extended time working from home, but I have basically been in the flip side, the, the opposite situation where my entire engineering team was remote and I was in the office. So I think it's like the, the, the context is, is pretty similar. And I think what's important is um, understanding that the way of working is not just going to translate to the remote 
situation, right? So it's like you have these norms, these team norms. So figuring out what those teams team norms are going forward is super important. I think tools that have been useful, at least in my experience in doing that, um, are things, of course, Google Docs, right? Google Docs are good. But um, there's also, it used to be called Real-Time Board. I think it's called Miro now. Yeah. Um, that's the really useful tool um, for for real-time collaboration too, especially from a design perspective. I know we use Figma um, for our own designs. I think we'll probably lean more heavily on that. Um, but I think that the tools themselves are good, but also how we use them, I think, should change too. Like Slack, our, our, our use of Slack is going to change quite a bit, I think. Like yeah. maybe, maybe we set up a norm where we just all wave to each other when we get on in the morning. You know, I don't know. It could be something as simple as that. But like, how, how do we still build kind of the, the connections between people in a more virtual place, um, I think is, is the challenge and uh, the challenge of using any tool, really. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I think noticing like, uh, hey, I'm stepping out for lunch or hey, I'm just stepping away for just a little bit, just keeping people informed. It, it makes it feel a little more personal or a little more um, as a team. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like I, I think a lot of our tools are actually in a great place for a lot of people working remotely like zoom is very good uh, for video chat you can also use you know google hangouts or some others zoom is i think kind of my preferred uh video video chat slack is great for just general chat um or kind of like i mentioned my team is, is trying um having kind of a, a group in ad hoc uh, like video chat like water cooler time where we just sit and kind of chat while working together collectively and the, the benefit of slack in that case is that you don't have to have like the meeting ID tied to like one user, you know, you can have someone start kind of a, a video thing and kind of drop, people can drop in and out. Um, at least that's our hope with that. Yeah. I um, think there's, there's one thing I want to add maybe onto this and cause I've tried a few things over some period of time. It's to try and avoid platform fatigue. Um, one of the things that I think is great about working from home and it, it's a little bit counterintuitive, but working from home is a different environment. Right. And so, in a way, what you kind of have to do, I think, is instill a sense of personal responsibility and like and trust in your team and not feel like you need to be checking in on people all too often and just kind of, you know, leave the communication to how it would naturally flow. And it's going to be less, right? So I, when I worked with people in an office, like I always wanted to go in, always wanted to see them. When I first made the transition to working from home, I was like, I originally wanted to do some, a lot of similar things. And what I found that gave me the most success was just, you know, using your standup, like your daily standup or whatever, for exactly what it is. It's a daily standup. Use that as your information tools, a product manager, and, you know, let people go for their day. Um, give them the independence and the trust to perform. And, you know, if you do see like something slipping in your timeline, then, then bring it up. But I think, I think it's a good place. It's a good place to exercise like, you know, some restraint in, in communication as well. Yeah. yeah and I, I think part of that trust, I think that's what a lot of companies have concerns with, right? If everyone goes remote, then we're not going to be as efficient. People are going to slack off. I think that's kind of the, the implied concern a lot of times when, when companies are, are worried about being remote. Maybe it's, I think kind of the flip side is, you know, maybe there's more serendipity in person, but that's, I think, kind of the implicit concern. And so, yeah, I, I agree with Lou that the the right way to tackle that is not, you know, micromanage everybody virtually, but 
how do we how do we instill trust and still get results? And so I think the other thing is set expectations up front. Here are the norms we're going to try to follow as a team. Here's the processes we're going to have. We have these meetings, these types of check-ins. Here's the way we're going to communicate these types of issues and the work we're doing. Um, and then have metrics where you're measuring your work as you always would do anyway. What's your velocity? How much are you completing? Um, and then you know have regular have regular team retros um, so that you can be improving, figure out what's working and what's not. Um, because you're not going to know all the right processes the first time you try it, and your processes are going to evolve with your team. So I think those are important things to keep in mind. Um, so okay. as, we, uh, as we wrap this up, um, if we, if we want to go around and just give a – what is your one favorite tool, software tool or, or otherwise, using uh, working from home that you can suggest to our listeners? Um, I'll go ahead and kick this off because I, I just found out about this tool and I'm so excited about it um, to mess around with it. Um, it's Google Jamboard. So it sounds like a music app, but it's not. It's a uh, kind of like a virtual Miro. It's similar uh, to Miro, but you can kind of add stickies and have this laser pointer. It, it's kind of neat. So I, I'm excited to test it out. We have a retro today, but um, a little plug for Google Jamboard. Nice. Um zoom <laughs> yeah it's probably the most effective i mean the fact that the four of us are sitting here talking and it's actually like pretty decent experience is it, is good in its own right yeah i would say um so this one might be a little bit more restrictive because it re requires a tablet or an ipad with an apple pencil but um i recently got an ipad and an apple pencil and What's cool is if you share your screen from that and you use the pencil and the, the notes app to like draw, um, it's a really cool way to kind of have like a whiteboard situation where you're drawing on the tablet and it's showing up on the screen for everyone else. And it kind of mimics if you want to whiteboard a diagram or, you know, sketch a couple mock-up ideas. Um, that has been effective. Although not everyone maybe has an iPad and an Apple Pencil on hand. So um, I'm also interested in checking out Jamboard because that might be a little bit more accessible to general folks cool yeah i think i would i would add all the usual usual suspects um slack zoom google google docs but i think one thing that i would throw in there is something to think about is um an e-gift not gift card an e-greeting card website um i think it's 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 going to be challenging for team leaders to keep the team together, I think it's really easy for people to get off into their own space and, and be isolated. So trying to build the team virtually, um, maybe one thing we could think about is just sending, send, like to celebrate something that a squad has done, whether they've launched a feature or hit a goal or something, send them a, send them an, an e-card and just surprise them and put a smile on their idea. face. And, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, something to think about. Awesome. Well, um, those are our recommendations. I think we'll do a follow-up episode at some point in the near future about how things are actually going. You know, like Kevin mentioned, we're on day one or two here. We'll see how, where we are in the next couple of weeks. But um, as always, thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe. Uh, now, if you want to send us coffee, we'll they'll have to be to our individual addresses. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, leave comments with if you're working remotely, how's it going? And other than that, thanks for listening. Now go level up. <laughs>